Letter eighty five of Letters from Egypt by Lady Lucy Duff Gordon. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. To Sir Alexander Duff Gordon, off Bulak, August twenty seventh, eighteen sixty six. Dearest Alec, your letter of the eighteenth has this moment arrived. I am very glad to hear you are so much better. I am still seedyish, but no worse. Everybody is liver sick this year. I give calomel and jalap all round, except to myself. The last two or three days we have been in great tribulation about the boat. On Saturday her ribs were finished, and the planking and caulking ready to be put on, when in the night up came the old Nile with a rush, and threatened to carry her off. But by the favor of Abul Hajjaj and Sheikh el Bastawi she was saved in this wise. You remember the tall old steersman who went with us to Bedrashain, and whom we thought so ill-conditioned, well, he was in charge of a dahabiyah close by, and he called up all the raises and steersmen to help. O oh, men of El Bastui, this is our boat, i.e., we are the servants of her owner, and she is in our faces. And then he set the example, stripped, and carried dust, and hammered in piles all night, and by the morning she was surrounded by a dyke breast high. The longshoremen of Balak were not a little surprised to see dignified raises working for nothing like Fellaheen. Meanwhile, my three Ma'alimin, the chief builder, cocker, and foreman, had also stayed all night with Omar and my Rais, who worked like the rest, and the sheikh of all the boat-builders went to visit every one of my Ma'alimin, who is his nephew, and hearing the case came down too at one in the morning and stayed till dawn. Then, just as the workmen passed, going to their respective jobs, he called to them and said, "'Come finish this boat. It must be done by to-morrow night.' Some men who objected, and said they were going to the Pasha's dockyard, got a beating pro forma, and the end of it was that I found forty-six men under my boat working like a freets and shaitans, when I went to see how all was going in the morning. The old sheikh marked out a piece to each four men, and then said, If that is not done to-night, O oh dogs, to-morrow I'll put on the hat, i.e., to-day I have beaten moderately like an Arab, but to-morrow, please God, I'll beat like a Frank, and be mad with the stick. Hers and gut, the boat, which yesterday morning was a skeleton, is now, at four p.m. to-day, finished, cocked, pitched, and all capitally done. If the Nile carries off the dike, she will float safe. The shore is covered with debris of other people's half-finished boats, I believe. I owe the ardor of the Ma'alims and of the sheikh of the builders to one of my absurd pieces of Arab civility. On the day when Omar killed poor Abluk, my black sheep, over the bows, and straked his blood upon them, the three Ma'alimin came on board this boat to eat their dish, and I followed the old Arab fashion and ate out of the wooden dish with them and the rais for luck, or rather for a blessing, as we say here, and it seems that this gave immense satisfaction. My rais wept at the death of the black sheep, which used to follow him to the coffee-shop and the market, and was to him as a son, he said, but he ate of him nevertheless. Omar surreptitiously picked out the best pieces for my dinner for three days, with his usual eye to economy, then lighted a fire of old wood, borrowed a cauldron of some darwishes, cut up the sheep, added water and salt, onions and herbs, and boiled the sheep. Then the big washing-copper, a large, round, flat tray, like a sponging-bath, was filled with bread broken in pieces, over which the broth was slowly poured till the bread was soaked. Next came a layer of boiled rice, on the top of that the pieces of boiled meat, and over all was poured butter, vinegar, and garlic boiled together. This is called feta, and is the orthodox dish of darwishes, and given at all katmas and other semi-religious, semi-festive, semi-charitable festivals. 
It is excellent and not expensive. I asked how many had eaten, and was told one hundred and thirty men had blessed my hand. I expended one hundred and sixty piastres on bread, butter, vinegar, etc., and the sheep was worth two napoleons, three napoleons in all, or less, for I ate for two days of the mutton. The three ma'alims came on board this boat, as I said, and ate, and it was fine to hear us how polite we were. A bit more, O ma'alim? Praise be to God we have eaten well. We will return to our work. By the prophet, coffee and a pipe. Truly thou art of the most noble people. O ma'alim, ye have honored us and rejoiced with us. Verily, this is a day white among days, etc. A very clever Egyptian engineer, a pupil of Whitworth's, who is living in a boat alongside mine, was much amused, and said, Ah, you know how to manage them. I have learnt the story of the two dead bodies that hitched in my anchor-chain some time ago. They were not Europeans, as I thought, but Circassians, a young man and his mother. The mother used to take him to visit an officer's wife who had been brought up in the harem of the Pasha's mother. The husband caught them, killed them, tied them together and flung them into the Nile near Rhoda, and gave himself into the hands of the police. All was, of course, hushed up. He goes to Fazoglo, and I don't know what becomes of the slave-girl, his wife. These sorts of things happen every day, as the bodies testify, among the Turks, but the Europeans never hear it. I heard it by a curious chance. September 4. My boat will soon be finished, and now will be as good as new. Omar has worked like a good one from daybreak till night, overlooking, buying all the materials, selling all the old wood and iron, etc., and has done capitally. I shall take a paper from my ma'alims, who are all first-class men, to certify what they have done, that the boat is as good as new. Gura Effendi has kindly looked at her several times for me, and highly approves the work. I never saw men do a better day's work than those at the boat. It is pretty to see the carpenter holding the wood with one hand, and one foot, while he saws it, sitting on the ground, just like the old frescoes. Do you remember the picture of boat-building in the tomb at Saqqara? Well, it is just the same, all done with the odds, but it is stout work they put into it, I can tell you. If you do not come, and I do not like to press you, I fear the fatigue for you and the return to the cold winter, I shall go to Luxor in a month or so, and send back the boat to let. I have a neighbor now, Gouda Effendi, an engineer, who studied and married in England. His wife is gone there with the children, and he is living in a boat close by, so he comes over of an evening very often, and I am glad of his company. He is a right good fellow and very intelligent. My best love to all at home. I've got a log from the cedars of Lebanon, my Muslim carpenter, who smoothed the broken end, swallowed the sawdust, because he believed Our Lady Mary had sat under the tree with Our Lord Jesus. End of letter 85. Read by Sibella Denton. All LibriVox files are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.